Hello, how you doing? How you feeling? Welcome to this week's episode of Search and Report. I am your host, True Fernie, and right off the bat, I'm just gonna say it. I got no schedule for this episode. There is absolutely no news that I jotted down that I wanted to summarize. But instead, I wanted to take this opportunity on this episode to kind of uh, predict, give my predictions, give my thoughts as far as what I think the future of Nintendo is after the Switch. As we all know, man, it's been like two, three years of nonstop Nintendo Switch Pro news or rumors more than anything. And with the recent uh, release of the Nintendo OLED, I kind of felt that Nintendo had their plans a little delayed, uh, whether that be because of uh, supply chain issues, whether that be because of the pandemic, which, I mean, they're closely tied together. I just think that Nintendo is slowly but surely trying to tease the next generation of gaming i don't know exactly what the future of nintendo holds this is just right off the bat this is just me hitting record and i say hey i just want to get on the i just want to record something i just want to put it out there and put my thoughts out there now nintendo has famously and historically been a very peaks and valleys kind of company they have like extreme levels of success and then they just they completely crash down after a generation or two um i mean you've seen it with you know the success of the nes the snes and then kind of a plateau a little bit on the n64 and then completely just not meet expectations as far as sales goes because let's be honest the gamecube is one of the best best consoles out there in my opinion it has one of the best libraries i want to say um, and then it met success, great, great success after the GameCube and the Wii. And then once again, completely died down and almost went bankrupt with the Wii U. But here we are now in 2022, five years into the Nintendo Switch, which just recently surpassed, if I'm not mistaken, the Wii um, as far as sales. And it's destined to surpass one of the top selling consoles of all time. And now... I think Nintendo might be struggling. They might be scrambling to see what the next iteration or what the next console generation is going to be for the company. Now, we all know the Wii U failed terribly uh, for a myriad of reasons. Um, but I think that the success of the Switch was due in part because of the Wii U. I mean, the Wii U, as we all know, it's designed to be able to play with a, with a control pad in your hands. Um, and Nintendo basically just merged the two parts of the Wii U into a single console, which was the console side, you being able to play uh, video games on a TV and just being able to pick it up and just play it on the go, such as, you know, the, the gamepad on the Wii U. And now I think it'd be a grave mistake for Nintendo to get rid of the hybrid model. I just don't think it's a great idea. I don't. I don't recommend it. It, it, it. To be honest, if they go back to just being a console, solely a console, or like even them splitting up the hybrid uh, model and making a console and a handheld version, uh, but they're not the same console in essence, um, I'm going to be very upset. And I don't know if I would be able to digest it or, or adopt that model as easily as I was able to adopt the switch because I'm going to be honest before 2018, 2017, 
um, I wasn't playing a lot of video games. Uh, I played video games, you know, growing up, obviously. My first console was an SNES. Um, played the N64. I had the GameCube. I still have my N64 out here. Um, I had the PlayStation 3, Xbox 360. You know, uh, I had it up until college. Um, when college came, I kind of sold everything. Um, I moved out of my parents' house, obviously, to go to college. And I kind of lost track of gaming in general. And specifically Nintendo. I mean, I grew up as a Nintendo fanboy. All of my memories are playing Nintendo. I didn't have a, a, another system from another company, the video game company, up until the Xbox 360. Before that, it was nothing but Nintendo. Um, but right after the Wii and like even like up until like two years into the Wii's uh, life cycle, I kind of stopped caring about Nintendo a little bit. Um, it started to become very gimmicky to me. I didn't enjoy it as much. Um, obviously, I was a you know I was a teenager of, so, of some sorts, so I wanted to play all the you know shooty games, uh, Call of Duty, Mar Modern Warfare. I wanted online. I wanted the online playability more than anything. I love multiplayer games. Um, so that's kind of when I started stepping away from nintendo but it wasn't up until 2017 2018 when the switch was rising to success that i saw what made nintendo games specifically so endearing to me um the the nintendo polish the 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 game direction the art style the the music all of these things that really captivated me growing up playing zelda playing mario playing Pokemon more than anything. I, I missed Pokemon so much and it wasn't until this generation with this with Sword and Shield that I finally get got back into it. Um, but a huge a huge reason for that was the hybrid method. Um, I quickly found out I, I used to be, you know, when I first bought a switch, I thought that the hybrid method was a little gimmicky at first. I would only play docked mode, but when I started picking up the switch and actually playing in my bed and you know just being able to fall asleep like that's a huge thing i, I grew up watching tv trying to fall asleep and it, it just it relaxes me having background noise to to uh, fall asleep um but being able to like actually play video games and and that be, become kind of like how they say that you should read a book before you go to bed so you can fall asleep easier that was that's what basically the switch became for me so it really captivated me, and I think the hybrid method is something that if, if Nintendo really um, doesn't take care of or doesn't innovate upon, they they might land themselves in really hot water. Um, I think the Switch right now is so successful, and I think Nintendo in general is too successful to fail, um, that it, even if the next iteration isn't as successful as the Switch, they'll still be fine they'll still be okay um i think first of all i think the 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 first step that nintendo needs to take to really really transition smoothly and and keep the, the success rate of of the company of, of their games going is gonna have to be backwards compatibility in no way in no way i think uh people would be happy if the next console is not backwards compatible why i mean just look at how many games there's on the switch the switch is the best indie console it is the best platformer console it is the best console to play mainline games specifically from nintendo nowadays because if you know all the almost all of the wii u games have been ported over to the switch and they've been huge successes like even pikmin 3 has become a huge success on the console 
So I don't know if if going forward, Nintendo not being more open to backwards compatibility as they probably were with, uh, you know, back in the Game Boy games when you were still able to play certain Game Boy games with certain Game Boys. Um, backwards compatibility with, for example, the Wii being able to play GameCube games. Um, I think if they don't start adopting that 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 practice a lot more, I think the next iteration of the console will not be as successful as the Switch, or they might not be able to take Nintendo to the next step of that success. Um, besides that, you know, keeping up with the hybrid model, backwards compatibility is a huge one. Um, I won't get too much into graphics because let's be honest, Nintendo games have never been powerhouses they they have never the consoles the hardware have never been powerhouses of course the wii u was one of the you know it was an hd console um the gamecube was pretty uh well power of you know powered in in in, in the generation you know as far as, as as if you look at the grand scheme of things um the n64 was pretty uh monumental as far as 3d graphics um, even the SNES with the Super FX chip, like that was, I, I know that was mind blowing for people to play Star Fox in that game for the first time back in the day. Um, but that's the thing. I don't think Nintendo's main strengths for the next generation are going to be graphics based. Of course, you know, there's all this DLSS talk about AI upscaling for, you know, certain games that, that, that are AI upscaled, especially with NVIDIA. They have this technology by using AI and makes it you know makes the fidelity look a little bit better um, but i don't think nintendo is too focused on that and i don't expect them to uh, for their next game console to be 4k um honestly i don't see the point i have my ps5 right here and to be honest all of my friends that have ps5s they never play in 4k they just they just don't see the need for it it's it's a little bit overkill at times. So I just don't think the the average household cares too much about 4K because they do not have the tools to play that 4K, meaning they don't have 4K TVs. Uh, 4K is not a, a widely um, uh, standard method of uh, reproducing images in all the households. So... Um, I think what Nintendo is going to focus a lot more is on um, stability as far as frame rates. If they, they focus more on 60 FPS games at 1080p, like native 1080p and maintaining those frame rates, I think they are going to be pretty well off. Um, and especially if it's still a hybrid, a hybrid model, I think if they're able to keep 1080p 60 FPS on their hybrid models, I think everything will go pretty smoothly now i think what nintendo also needs to focus a lot more is on new ip um they've seen the success of bayonetta you know when they adopted bayonetta and, and continued that series they've seen the success of xenoblade when it came out for the wii they've seen the success of splatoon more than anything i mean splatoon has become one of their their flagship franchises and they're kind of slowly phasing out some of the more classic games. And which, you know, it, it is kind of a bittersweet thing. You know, me being a huge Zelda fan, um, my first Zelda game, of course, was in the N64, Ocarina of Time, as a lot of people my age was, um, what that game was. But I think if they do not 
innovate if they don't come up with new IPs. Astral Chain, for, I'm sorry, I forgot about to talk about Astral Chain. Astral Chain was a success in my mind. That game was really, really well made, really well designed. Um, so it's, it's. I think Nintendo is starting to slowly but surely see just how much benefit there is to releasing new IPs. Um, coming up with new IPs, keeping things fresh uh, as far as the software side goes. Um, and at least uh, I know Nintendo is also not, not the kind of company to like really support old franchises. I mean, we see it with Star Fox, we see it with uh, F-Zero, um, and we know we didn't see it up until Metroid Dread, um, just how neglected some of these classic franchises are. But um, I think Nintendo slowly but surely is seeing just how important innovation is for franchises. Uh, we saw it with Breath of the Wild. I mean, open world Breath of the Wild was an innovation in itself, but at the same time it wasn't because, as we all know, Breath of the Wild was very, very heavily inspired by the first NES game, you know, with the open world aspects to it, um, the exploration to it, um, and just the, 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 the complete disregard of what the formula of uh, a linear game, you know, the Zelda franchise became. So... I think slowly but surely Nintendo is understanding that. They understand that people want new things. They want fresh things. Yes, of course, always giving them what's tried and tested over and over again, as Pokemon usually sometimes does, um, is always going to be successful. People like people don't necessarily like change. Um, they adopt change, but if you introduce it in a fresh and non-invasive way, so to speak, like it's just human nature. Um, if, they, if it brings a benefit to them, they will embrace the change, as we've seen with Breath of the Wild, as we've slowly but surely seen with uh, the new iterations in Pokemon games with wild areas and, and all these, these new features. So I think uh, the future of Nintendo will have to be heavily, heavily focused on innovation as far as uh, coming out with new IPs or completely overhauling the franchises and and just presenting to, presenting them in, in new and exciting ways now besides that i think as much as i love the hybrid model i've heard people say that you know the the nintendo switch slide kind of became a handheld the handheld side the handheld world of the of nintendo because as you all know nintendo was always king in handheld Nintendo was king with the Game Boy, with the DS, with the 3DS, with the Game Boy Advance. The, Nintendo's a huge, a huge, I would say like 60 to 70% of Nintendo's success was from the handheld market. And now that they have a hybrid model, they kind of merged the two. And, and I think it's worked pretty well. Now, there has been talks about Nintendo... It, Probably this is this is all a rumor. This is all speculation and predictions, you know, and they're all personal. They're not based on anything other than, you know, pure speculation. But um, I could see some of this kind of playing out. Uh, Nintendo developing and releasing a dedicated handheld device. Um, we already see it with the Nintendo Switch Lite, but um, I think there's going to be some sort some sort of handheld device that is strictly for you know playing on your hands like uh, portability was a huge part of the for example the game boy advance the game boy advance sp the game boy pocket um all these these handheld devices were made to fit in your pocket now i think nintendo might 
look into that they might look into releasing alongside the current or the the set uh the next console generation whether that be you know sticking to the hybrid method i think they're going to focus on something more portable a pocket switch a a foldable switch some kind of of device that's going to be able to play the same games that you can play on the switch but on the go and make it just more compact um, I think the, the feature here that we need to focus on is uh, portability more than anything. Not so much uh, hardware, not so much uh, like power, but, you know, portability. I think portability is going to be a huge, huge uh, element in the next generation of consoles for uh, Nintendo. Now, am I going to be a fan of that? Yeah, probably, because to be honest, the Nintendo Switch Lite is my main console currently. If I'm not streaming, if I'm not playing, for example, Nintendo Switch Sports, which requires you to play with Joy-Cons, I'm playing on this thing. I'm playing on Nintendo Switch Lite. Why? It's so much lighter. It's The, the buttons feel a lot less clicky. Um, it, it just feels a lot better put together, in a sense. The creakiness of the Nintendo Switch, the normal, the normal-sized one, um, is too much for me. It's too annoying. I play in bed, and like just hearing like... <laughs> Hey yo, what the fuck? Constantly is completely annoying. I don't know if it's a design flaw from the rails where the Joy-Cons go, but it just feels at times a little bit cheap to play handheld with the base Nintendo Switch. Uh, but the Nintendo Switch Lite just brought so much good uh, quality of life improvements that um, I just thoroughly enjoy. Like. As I said, I, I grew up playing Game Boy. I grew up playing Pokemon on the Game Boy Advance. And it, it's just something that you can't replace. It's not, it's just something that is not very well translated. I, I just don't know how to say it. Um, playing Pokemon on the TV is a little bit weird at times. I'm not going to lie. Um, that if, like I said, if I'm not streaming it, if I'm not um, trying to show people or, or trying to just, I don't know be playing on the couch with my girlfriend and i just want to show her like something that happened in in the game most of the time i'm playing handheld and um i am going to be adopting if, if they do release a strictly handheld portable version because man if i can carry a switch in my pocket forget about it. it it's over man i you guys are not getting a word across to me at the dinner table if we're at a restaurant i'm gonna be playing that poke switch Poke Switch. Hmm. I think we got something going on there. I'm gonna patent that. I'm gonna patent that. But yeah, besides those few things, um, I think Nintendo is gonna hold off for the next generation. I mean, um, we've seen it with the PS4, how um, PlayStation has said that they're gonna give continued support to the previous generation because it, it's just it's common business. It's 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 common. I'm sorry. It's it's logic. It's it's just it's logical. You have a huge player base already in a console generation. Having them move from one generation to the other, from one console to the other, there's a lot of lost opportunity there. Not everyone can afford, not everyone is able to get the next generation. So 
you're losing out on a lot of money. If you start releasing exclusives for the next generation, you leave out the millions of people who already have the old generation. Um, PS, the play, uh, Sony has said multiple times that they're going to continue support for the PlayStation 4. They're going to continue production for the PlayStation 4. The transition from one generation to the other has to be smooth. And I think Nintendo is no is in no rush to release the next generation of the Switch. People keep speculating, they keep saying that it's going to come out in 2024 by the end of the year, or holiday season. I do not believe it. I think Nintendo is going to edge a little bit more to that 10-year mark. Um, if not, I think by the 8 year is when we're going to finally see the next uh, iteration. Uh, but at this point, Nintendo is in such a comfortable position. Um, they continue selling switches. It, it just has not stopped. There is no reason for them to put that roadblock for themselves to transition from one generation to the other. Backwards compatibility might make that transition a little bit better and a little bit smoother and it, it will uh, enable them to not lose out on a lot of uh, money trying to sell new games um, if they implement backwards compatibility in the new console. Uh, but it's just, I think it, Nintendo right now is at the peak. Um, I don't think they're going to start uh, pushing a, a change or push the next console generation until they start seeing a dip in sales, until they start seeing a, a at least uh, a plateau in sales. So um, I, I'm, I think 2024 is a little bit too optimistic. Um, I'm going to push it more into like the 2025 realm. If I were to give you an, an educated guess, um, especially with all the games that are currently announced to be released for the Nintendo Switch. I don't think a, a change that quickly. I mean, of course, I may be wrong because when Breath of the Wild released for the Wii U that same day, the Switch released. So um, you, you never know. This is Nintendo, of course. We're talking about Nintendo. All I can say is that I'm excited for the next generation of the Switch, the, the next generation of the Nintendo, the next console generation. Um, whether that be they release a both uh, hybrid method or they do a pocket, a strictly portable pocket Switch, you know, that you can take on the go a lot more easily than we already can do with the Nintendo Switch Lite. Um, whether that be them innovating and releasing more IPs, more exciting stuff. Um, designing new ideas coming up with new stuff um, backwards compatibility I think is a huge huge uh, road to success for the next console iteration um, and I think just continuing working on the the hybrid method uh, I, I think that if it's not broken I'm a huge proponent of that if it's not broken don't fix it there's no reason for you to go and, and try and spice things up, but this is Nintendo we're talking about. They they love to innovate in very weird ways. So um, all I can say is I'm excited. I'm excited for the future of Nintendo as a huge Nintendo fan. I can't wait. I love it. I love speculating about these things. Um, I feel like a kid again. As I said, I, I, there's a huge gap in my gaming uh, career. <laughs> I don't know if you can call it a career, but... Um, and just being back in this space just fills me with so much joy it fills me with so much wonder and and i just can't wait for what nintendo has in store for us folks if you like the video please go ahead and like it and subscribe over on my youtube channel just search for true fernie um if you didn't like this video go ahead and get a thumbs down because every single bit helps 
uh, please make sure to follow me on Twitch where I try and stream pretty regularly. Uh, links to that is down in my uh, description below. Uh, please make sure to follow me on Twitter where you'll most likely find me because it's where I spend 12 hours out of my day. It's, it's, it's a problem. It is a problem. I'm sorry. But also please make sure to join our Discord server where we talk anything and everything gaming, anime, TVs, movies, and anything that might interest you as my viewer as well. If you're already listening to this, I don't have to tell you, but if you're watching the video version, you can uh, listen to this podcast in an audio version over on Spotify. Just search for Search and Report. Our logo is a Game Boy with the word Search and Report on it. I can assure you we're the only gaming podcast with the name of Search and Report. Um, I just, I was thinking about this the other day. If y'all don't understand what search and report, why this podcast is called search and report, because I'm searching for the news and reporting them, but it's also a play on words on search and destroy. If you ever played shooty games, if you ever played modern warfare, call of duty, you know what game mode this is. So there you go. There's an explanation. Shout out to brand awareness. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's all I got for you. That's all I got for you. But I do want to say. Whatever the future may hold for us, whatever Nintendo has in store for us, I want you to always please take care of each other, but most importantly, take care of yourself. All right? That's it. All right. Peace.